Welcome to episode 183 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This week we are looking at Season 8, Episode 12, Medusa. The original air date was February 11th, 2011. The action primarily takes place in Boston, Massachusetts. And the average IMDb user score is 7.6 out of 10. This is a story of Scully and Doggett getting called in to investigate some strange disappearances and eventual deaths inside the Boston subway system. As they're investigating, it looks like the particular death that they were called in for is not an isolated incident, and there have been a number of deaths due to a very hazardous pathogen. So here it's not an intelligence, it's not a hunt, it's something different, something unusual that's feeding on people. For the bulk of the episode, Doggett is the man who's actually at risk and he's the one down in the tunnels while Scully is up in the control center, but it's her medical expertise that is there and she's the one coordinating the efforts. So she's not being sidelined, she's running the command center and Doggett is executing her commands. She is, Scully is definitely the one in charge. And there are issues when a local transit authority man, who's been tasked by the mayor personally to keep the trains moving, makes some poor decisions and puts people at risk. So it is a well-done episode. It's a fairly creepy episode. It's another case where there's not a malevolent intelligence behind it. There's just a problem that needs to be solved and needs to be solved in a hurry, which they do succeed in doing. It does feel kind of dogged heavy because of the respective roles that the two of them had. And in fact, that was at Gillian Anderson's request. Her daughter Piper Maru, who was born, as you recall, much earlier in the series, was now going to school. And she was still going to school in Canada rather than L.A. to help shield her from the prying eyes. So Gillian Anderson specifically requested a schedule that would allow her to take two or three weeks on and two or three weeks off so she could alternate between working on the X-Files and going home and being with her daughter. And they were able to accommodate that. So we're going to see Scully shift into a more part-time role from Season 8 and into Season 9. This episode was directed by Richard Compton. We've discussed him before when he directed Invocation. This is his second and final episode of The X-Files, although he does have two episodes of The Lone Gunman spinoff coming up that we will discuss in a few weeks' time. It was written by Frank Spotnitz, who's got many episodes of The X-Files behind him and several more to come. He's going to be with the series right up through the end of Season 9. Now for the guest cast, we've got Vita Reginis. He plays Lieutenant Bianco, in this one. Now, he's got a career that dates back to 1985 with an episode of American Playhouse. He would go on to Miami Vice, and it would continue right up till now. He is still active and recently appeared in an episode of Deputy, now in 2020. He is best known for his work in Moneyball, Fast and the Furious, Casualties of War, and Broken Arrow. Now, Brent Stexton is another character actor. This is his second appearance on The X-Files. He was 
a gravedigger in an earlier episode this season, namely Patience. He's best known for his work on Radio Flight Plan, The Belko Experiment, and Vanilla Sky. 86 credits to his name, some of which haven't even been released yet. Now, Judith Scott plays Dr. Kai Bowie. She's also very recognizable. 73 credits to her name, including Guess Who, Fracture, Flight Plan, and The Santa Claus. Still working today, she's recently appeared in an episode of All American. Adam Lieberman plays Officer Philbrook. He has previously appeared in episodes of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dexter, and is best known for his work in 13 Hours, Bones, and Next. 58 acting credits to his name, the most recent from 2016. Now, Bill Jacobson has 22 acting credits to his name. This is only the second on his list, just playing a random thug. He'd previously appeared in Titans, and is best known for his role here, Jag, Journey into Sundance, and CSI Miami. His most recent credit is Saving My Baby from 2018. He's got a lot of unnamed characters in his IMDb profile as well, so Palm Springs officer, judge, detective, that kind of thing. Mary Kathleen Gordon is credited only as woman. She's got 35 acting credits to her name, starting with an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and most recently an episode of Open Relationship. She is best known for work in Red Eye, Desperate Housewives, Providence, and The X-Files. So her four best-known works are unnamed characters as airline representative in Red Eye, receptionist in Desperate Housewives, nurse in Providence, and woman in The X-Files. Now, there are three much more notable guest stars here, or actually four, playing three roles. We have twins Christopher Graves and Kevin Graves, who play the kid that is in the subway system. This was their last of eight acting credits. At the time, they were 12 years old. According to the IMDb, they are best known for playing Frederick Crane on Cheers. So they were in six episodes starting about age two and continuing till age four. They also played Baby Nick on Life Goes On, Danny in ER, and an unnamed character in a segment of Beyond Belief Factor Fiction. So as this from 2001 was their last acting credit at age 12, it appears that they've chosen not to continue with acting as their adult profession. Now, the last two big stars, I'm going to start with Ken Jenkins. So he's best known for his work in Scrubs, Last Man Standing, Some of All Fears, and Air America, 104 acting credits to his day, most recently in 2020. He's good at playing the gruff characters. Here he was Deputy Chief Karras, so he was the official who kept the trains running on time, regardless of what was going on. But he'd been in Murphy Brown, Babylon 5, Homefront, Hiroshima, The Stand, the TV miniseries based on the Stephen King book. He was in 13 episodes of Wise Guy. We've got acting credits back to 1974 for him. Some of us may know him best as Dr. Paul Stubbs in an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation titled Evolution. Not necessarily because that was his 
biggest job, but because he's very distinctive, you know that voice, and Next Generation was just so heavily syndicated that we all saw it. Speaking of Star Trek, the last and I consider biggest guest star is Penny Johnson Gerald. She was Cassidy Yates on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She currently plays Dr. Claire Finn on the Orville. She plays Dr. Hilura Lyle in this one. She's got a long list of credits to her name. So going back to American Playhouse, in 1983, she'd previously appeared in T.J. Hooker, Hill Street Blues, The Jeffersons, The Paper Chase, Simon and Simon, Parker Lewis, Can't Lose. She was in an episode of Columbo, the one titled Murder Can Be Hazardous to Your Health. It was one of the 1991 made-for-TV movies. Uh, she was Dobara in Star Trek The Next Generation episode Homeward. With recurring roles in 82 episodes of Larry Sanders' show as Beverly Barnes, as nurse practitioner Lynette Evans on ER, as Sherry Palmer in 24, and as Captain Victoria Gates in Castle. She was also the voice of Serafina in the recent Lion King film that's quoted as live action, even though virtually the whole thing is just CGI, so it's really more a different kind of animation. So that's the cast. This doesn't contribute a lot to the long-term story arcs, but that's going to be changing right away. So this is kind of the last of the standalones that were heavy in the first half of Season 8 on the X-Files here. It established Doggett, we see the working relationship between Scully and Doggett. And starting with our next episode, we're going to start to get very heavily mythologized. So we've got Parmanum coming to the podcast in two weeks' time, followed by This Is Not Happening, after which we'll cover the almost the first half of The Lone Gunman. So the first six episodes, as we go through The Lone Gunman and The X-Files, in broadcast order, at least for the bulk of that series. We will slip in the Captain Toby show before the end of Season 8, even though it aired in the summer in between, and then we will go through All About Eve, which really aired in May, immediately before the Season 9 premiere of The X-Files, since that does pick up right where that one left off. And then from there, it's X-Files Season 9, the movie, the Bones parody, and then seasons 10 and 11 of the rebooted series. So we are now approximately three quarters of the way through the podcast. This is episode 183 out of 244. So please join us again in two weeks time for Parmanum. Thank you for listening.